normal. Move it. Normal people. Normal people. Move it. You know, I never have trouble figuring out which notepad notice for this show because at the top here, it just says above average mouth flaps. <laughs> so, you know. That's a normal movie. Yeah, that's, I'm like, yep, yeah, that's not a work thing. That's normal movies. <laughs> and we're back. Um, and we're, uh, we're tackling the long-awaited underdog. Uh, what's underdog? Uh, not much. What's up with you? <laughs> oh, no. Not like um, that was underdog <laughs> tier writing, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, okay, so a, a big woof. Yes. <laughs> it was a big woof. Um, I'm Jordan, and I don't sniff and tell. It's known. So yeah, I, that's what I always I, say about you when people yeah, ask. I don't, I don't tolerate that kind of behavior. Yeah. Um I'm with Andrew, who was twice decorated by the mayor for bravery. <laughs> nice work, Andrew. Congrats. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, it was Giuliani, so what's that worth now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yo, oh, boy. We'll just cut that, that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to disbar that joke. Yeah. Wow. And uh, a, uh, a gift basket from the American Pork Association. <laughs> it's Alex. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I have a bunch um, of um, sponsored messages from them I need to read out during this episode. Okay, so so what is Underdog? Um, Underdog is a 2007 live-action version of a cartoon parody of Superman <laughs> originally airing in the mid-1960s. Uh, now that I clear that up... That's um, just a fact. It's not even funny. It's just, it's just oh, what the movie The is. movie itself is... The movie itself is barely 80 minutes long. <laughs> um, so it is. Comp- I, I mentioned all this so that we could compare this one-to-one with Avengers Endgame. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is from what I'll call the Garfield era, which was uh, <laughs> um, mid to late 2000s. Uh, if, a, if you could slap a CGI mouth on an animal, yeah. you're going to do it. Uh, yeah, maybe you, you should, but you had to. Um, so this is just you know to, to give it some context. This is a, a children's movie, like tried and true. That doesn't mean that it should works be necessarily seen by children. Children's movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of strange, strange moments here. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is basically inoffensive. I mean, if you can get past. Underdog being a weird racist and like just dead end jokes at the beginning. Like, you think the like jokes got better he, throughout? No, <laughs> yeah, okay. Not, <laughs> I, I will say the jokes did not get better, but they got they, it, this movie is front loaded with the racist and transphobic jokes. Those, they're the, you know, those those tend to be out of the way by the first. If you get past that unpleasantness, then it's a. Uh, Still not very good, but it's less offensive. But um, this is like Alex. You pointed out that this is this is all about the uh, what you called like classic kids movies mistakes, which is like 
uh, which he described as giving a lot of information and background about all the details that children are least likely to care about. <laughs> right. Uh, so you get lots of subplots in this movie. Um, you'd think that the dog would be on screen all the time. He's not. Um, you get lots of bits with uh, like people like Peter Dinklage and and um, and Patrick Warburton who aren't voicing animals who are giving like live action performances here. <laughs> As the villains. Uh, and, as the villains. Right, um, yeah. You'd think that, um, that like, Patrick Warburton is handing his whole cronk shtick from Emperor's New Groove, like, one-to-one. It's the same character. Um, but then uh, you've got what Andrew called a suspiciously committed Peter English. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not even a lie, though. Like, he's, he's in there, dude. Yes, he's, he's way more into there. this role Jeez. than... Um, Trask in Days of Future Past. Yeah, I think Jordan he's, pointed he's that out. He's better in this movie than he is in that. Yeah, because <laughs> this is because a, a hungry Dinklage is a good Dinklage. <laughs> like this is before he broke out. It, he was indie known at this point and known for Elf, but this is before he became a household name for sure. Yeah, and sure. Um, there's just there's a <laughs> there's a weird energy to his performance that's actually quite good. Um, like he's just on board with it. Like it's an incredibly he's chewing the scenery, which is surprising for a movie filled with dogs. He's the only one. Yeah, (laughs) it's 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 like I'm not gonna say he finds the humanity to this character, but it's it's just needlessly good. Yeah, you can almost tell he had a future as like a major movie star based on this. He he at least brought the character to the character, which is more than a lot of other characters can say. He he sort of gets it as like a children's theater sort of thing. Like he has the right energy that kids would find his performance entertaining. For sure. And 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 probably no other performance in the movie. (laughs) No, because even Jason Lee is like, like, I'm assuming he was like, this is some kind of terms of some arrest or something it's like he doesn't care <laughs> he's not like like his character is over the fact that he's a superhero by the start of the movie like he doesn't want to be he sort of acts like he doesn't want to be a superhero and he doesn't want to like be doing what he's doing and i think that kind of comes through with the voice acting as well like he doesn't want to do all this he doesn't want to do all this rhyming he, he it's not exactly an enthusiastic performance is it Ah, it was fine. Well, he just I he just it. lost his job, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let go. Yeah, he's dogging. Um, yeah, he got let go literally when he was let go and nobody was watching him. <laughs> yeah, he just have police dogs usually work, right? They just wander into yeah. alleys if they mess up. Yeah, so that so so underdog, um, he pulls that classic. Uh, mistaking a ham for a bomb which to this movie's credit does come back in the in the final act yeah they so, reference it uh, structure um and he's um he's chided by some nasty um german shepherds yeah and I then mean, just it's an nmnp out. movie we're gonna have some bullies regardless of what species yeah, are there's, present there's yeah. lots of there's a lot there's two sets of dog bullies in this movie <laughs> that's like up from marmaduke which uh, <laughs> Um, so, so, so underdog just goes out into the alley after he's accidentally (laughs) confuses a bomb for a ham. (laughs) 
Um, and see, it's hilarious when I say it. And he um, mm-hmm. he takes off his his cop dog vest and he just walks away. Nobody is paying any attention to him. <laughs> Usually, you have that scene at the end of the cop movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, he just he's just on he's onto it. It's funny he's too because things. In the first scene, you get a lot of the, like, canine handler of Underdog. Um, and I thought yeah. he would be, like, part of the movie based on how they were treating him for, like, the first five minutes. No, he doesn't give a fuck. No, yeah, yeah he just, Underdog wanders off and that guy just disappears. <laughs> Says that dog Patrick was Warburton. Yeah. I'm glad he's dead. That's what I that care <laughs> <laughs> They don't know that he's dead. Oh. No, but even Patrick Warburton has the wherewithal to go door to door with his fake flyers, at least looking for a dog. Like yeah, he's looking for a fucking underdog, dog, not a no, cop. <laughs> but the yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> Fair enough, but usually, he, like this dog has a job. Like he's been trained, even if he has the classic bomb ham mix up. You know, we've all been there. <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> And just, like, look for him, for God's sake. <laughs> look for your dog. Look for your dog. Okay, okay. I'm on it. Yeah. All right. No, we'll we'll stop and have Alex go look for your dog. Just because, oh, yeah, he, okay. uh, just because he screwed up once doesn't mean he uh, he's just worth no, abandoning. You know it's not what? like this show. I simply walked away, and I, I don't really care if he follows me back to the precinct or not. I am gone. No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll learn your lesson on the streets. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> so, so basically, you get this. Um, so, so after that, underdog sort. Yeah, he like wanders the street and makes a weird, tasteless, borderline offensive joke about this not being his first mistake because he once got a he found a poodle that turned out to be a man. Yeah. Does, does, does that mean the poodle turned out to be a human man? Or the, the the poodle that he thought was one gender turned out to be another one. No, it's that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, either way, the joke doesn't work. And it's yeah, it, it's the first it's, of it's, many. It's yes. Yeah. The first. Yeah. I don't even know if it's the so, first. It's just one of many. So <laughs> the dog uh, has a very eventful evening where he's um, uh, exposed to super serums and also gets adopted by Jim Belushi, who <laughs> kind of just like hoists him off to his underdeveloped son for the rest of the movie. Uh, presumably to film more episodes of his By underdeveloped, you mean like underwritten, <laughs> right? Oh, the, the underdeveloped meaning he's um, he's not fully formed. He's a fetus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's not housebroken either. Yeah. No, he isn't. Uh, Obviously, I meant like... I, like his characterization was was a problem. What do you I think mean, I meant? Let's just let's just be clear here. <sighs> yeah, because you want to be very clear when discussing underdog at eleven. Sorry, twelve oh two a.m. <laughs> on a uh, weekday. Now you're not just dating the episode; you're timing it. That's nuts. I'm going. Uh, out hmm. <laughs> just yeah, like uh, underdog and his friend uh, Amy Adams. Yeah, the dog. It's. It, I, I should clarify that Amy Adams voices a dog. <laughs> Amy Adams. You thought it was a poodle, but it was Amy Adams. Yes. Yeah. A, yeah. Oh boy. Sorry, where were we? There was underdeveloped. Oh, I was getting to a point. There was a point here that um, 
that there's a there, you immediately encounter this strange discrepancy that's kind of played for comedy but doesn't work where you don't know where the amount of information that the dog knows is really inconsistent. Yes. Like he he knows what um he doesn't I'm trying to think of an example. He doesn't um, know what he doesn't, baseball is somehow. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't know what baseball is, and he doesn't seem to recognize the hallmarks of a of a uh, of a bank heist. <laughs> yeah, despite being a cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he knows about um. What, what are some things that he knows about that he shouldn't? Oh, he knows what pantyhose are. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. pantyhose, but the bank robbers have yeah. it on their face, and it's like. Yeah, like, but he doesn't don't... know that they're robbing. Yeah. I think Jordan, you you asked, isn't he a police dog? No, that's <laughs> like, it. No, no, yeah. Oh, that is, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have miscredited that. That's my mistake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a couple so samples. Is, so you, can, you can play my voice over my own voice. He seemed to Andrew. understand what re-entering the atmosphere was. That's true. No. That's true. Oh, no, Jordan. No, he did. <laughs> no, he did. But he uh, made a joke about it. No, but the science doesn't add up. Look, look on the Wikipedia. Look at the IMDb goof section for this movie. You'll figure out all about people wondering why his costume didn't burn up also. Who takes the time? What? The goof what? section on IMDb. The goof section on IMDb. For this no, the IMDb goose section is just like I understand it if you're fucking seeing the car and the Fellowship of the Ring or something like that. But what kind of maniac <laughs> adds that detail to this? It's not like a it's not like a like like a like an Alfred taking the sleeves off the dress moment in Mask of the Phantasm where it's like a goof. <laughs> it's just like it's the same shit we've seen in a million different properties. Like yeah, you know, it's characters a going to space. for this basically, yeah. Yeah, it is cinema. Scene. It is just like ding. Ding. <laughs> that is a whole ding. ding. Like, <laughs> Jordan's mad because he went in there and there was a goof for watching the movie and he felt called out. And it's like, yeah, you yeah, watched yeah, the movie. Yeah. That's the goof. Jordan said, right, I, I added that one. How come clean? Oh, man. I also need to get an IMDb Pro so I can remove that because it's really making me look bad. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, so speaking of uh, speaking of dead end moments that don't go anywhere, um, yeah. there's uh, there's this is a comedy I guess like a children's comedy, um, but the like there are so many moments where the joke goes on just a bit too long or the reaction is delayed or like every moment seems to be a beat too long or far too short, so yeah. it, it makes it vaguely like occasionally surreal to watch. Which yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm always in favor for. Um, I, I'm thinking of this. There's this moment where um, where Underdog is flying to rescue Amy Adams and her owner. <laughs> that sounds weird. I regret clarifying that Amy Adams played a dog earlier. I couldn't run this. <laughs> it says it's the shaggy dog. <laughs> Amy Adams and a giant uh, golden retriever switched bodies, which isn't even the plot of the shaggy dog. But let's go with it. Uh, anyways, so so Underdog is rescuing uh, his love interest and her owner, um, and he zooms by and knocks over a magazine stand. 
like he, he like he like causes a big old mess and knocks over the guy's toupee, and she like shit flies everywhere. It's a real uh, real kerfuffle. Um, and then later you see the kid, like underdog's owner, walking by, and he sees the magazine owner in distress, and he just kind of like laughs at him. Yeah, and then you see the the magazine owner throw down the pieces of paper that he's like the shattered yeah. remains of his life. <laughs> So what's the joke there? It's not like the kid knew that underdog caused that. I thought that's he was what following underdog's trail. I thought that's what yeah, the laughter was. Like his... zooming ahead. I thought underdog like zoomed ahead at that point. No, but he's following him and he tracks him down there. So obviously he could. He he, he knows that the that the magazine owner is suffering this calamity because I mean, of his runaway yeah. dog. It's yeah, likely, a... but it's not proven. Come, I'd like to see some evidence. It seems like that's it's a moment of realization that he's found another clue on the trail back yeah. to Underdog. Exactly. But like, they just don't understand how like human interactions that like he wouldn't mock the person <laughs> who's been hurt by that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I made the hero, joke everybody. that this, this movie misunderstands two different species. <laughs> yes. Fundamentally. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Underdog is kind of just an asshole. He's like he's sort of like he's got all the heroism of Garfield <laughs> where he's just content to like make snippy cracks and like just yeah be, it being unclear, unclear who could hear him and who can't another thing from Garfield <laughs> the movie at least the owner's a little but, less uh, obsessive right yeah. Oh God, I forgot about it's, the that. house. Is yeah, just filled with photos play. of underdog. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to say that, like, as we get to the end, as we approach the end of probably one of our shortest episodes, this is a cut of other dumb animal comic movies of this era. <laughs> I will say that. Um, no flaps above average. Um, that's true. Jordan would not shut up about the mouth flaps while we watched. I would not shut up because we saw we've been out out seen high quality. They we've were. Seen we have seen Marmaduke. We've all seen it. <laughs> this is true. This has less yeah, record scratches than Marmaduke, though. It does have trailer whiffs, though. Sure does. Yeah. Yeah, it does have trailer whiffs, and it has the um, '60s style, like Batman style transition moments, yeah. where it like yeah. flashes the underdog. Go. <laughs> Even before he's underdog. It's... Oh yeah, that's true yeah. too. Well, I, I guess I, I guess know. right at the beginning he establishes that he will become underdog by showing clips of the cartoon show. Yeah. So you know what? I get a little bit more of a Paw Patrol vibe from those transitions <laughs> than Batman, but uh, that's just me. I can't say I'm a Paw Patrol connoisseur. <laughs> I I my my nephew is just getting into it, and I haven't been back. He's just getting to like Paw Patrol age, so I haven't had the pleasure of of like babysitting him and watching it yet. Yeah, I was about to ask Andrew, you don't have any kids. How many Paw Patrol are you watching? Over I really want to not identify the fact that I've got nephews and just leave that hanging. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you about Paw Patrol. <laughs> I wanted to hear like a full character by character breakdown. That'll kill some time. Uh... <laughs> No, but here's the thing. Like, like, for it, I know it's very rare for the show, but um, you know, time to compare actual like-minded things for once. Like, 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 let's actually compare this to other like dumb animal movies of the same era. What else is it? Animated Garfield, Marmaduke, superhero movies, yeah, over the hedge. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, these are all dumb movies that we've watched for the show. Don't worry. Damn, there was are that. we sure Over the Hedge was based on a comic? I feel like Jordan just pulled a fast one on us. No, it was based on a, probably one of those British comics. Yeah. Uh, so I think serious? it was based on a comic strip, which are the best kind of comics. Yeah. <laughs> which is um, why we're eventually going to do the Andy Cap episode. God, let's go! Oh, I can't I wait. I'll get some hot in celebration. I mean, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for Asterix and Obelix. I mean, it was theatrically released oh, in God. France, I bet. But is there really not a movie? Did I just miss this one somehow? No Heathcliff. Heathcliff. The other cat. See that? Heathcliff. I didn't get a lot of uh, traction in Canada. No. Well, oh, right. I forgot. I'm talking to some weirdos. Not like Andy Cap. I did not. No, Andy Cap <laughs> um, made up. He's from the Hot Fries. Uh, he's not actually in the com. Like, was was he in your comics? No, I learned about him from the Hot Fries, like you did. Okay. <laughs> what am I thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> Think of Ziggy, dude. <laughs> oh, Ziggy movie. Holy shit, Ziggy. <laughs> Comic strip TV. There's a TV movie, Ziggy's Gift from no. 1982. We're not getting into TV movies, man. <laughs> There's no cat. We should have only done, should have only done uh, like made for TV movies. That would have allowed us to watch the Nick Fury made for TV movie. Oh my god. It's from I David think that was Hasselhoff, I think. Right yeah. Yeah. I watched it the night it aired. What? It was bad. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I was reading a lot of Wizard Magazine at the time, and they were hyping it up big. <laughs> Wizard Magazine, everybody. There you go. It the was, check uh, cleared. Yeah, that's it for it ABC. Was, no, it's, it's yeah. long, don't worry, it's long defunct, and it was wildly corrupt. <laughs> so don't worry. <sighs> um, yeah, so this is a cut above Over the Hedge, Marmaduke, Garfield's, Monkey Bone, which is really <laughs> part of the Uber. Hold on world. there for a second. Like it's, it's Sharkboy and Lava Girl. There we go. That's that's another. He uh, wasn't a real shark, Jordan. Uh, then why do you have a fin, Alex? Why did he have a fin? I'm I'm sure there's a song that explains it in the movie. Probably <laughs> or, or the new one. This is this is tolerable and mildly bad. So. It's probably in the top 10 of movies we've ever watched for this. <laughs> and I think unlike Marmaduke like, and Garfield, not- it's at least like a r- the rough analog of a superhero movie plot. Yes. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah. It follows some beats. It, 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 yeah, it's not yeah. watching Marmaduke smoke weed for two hours. Like <laughs> that other <movie> was. <laughs> <laughs> what movie were you watching? Um, yeah, Marmaduke. Actually, I'm not playing Um, well we've just found a new strain of weed tonight guys yeah yeah jesus (laughs) i love it (sighs) so um yeah this is can i can i say something in this movie's favor oh go ahead oh well now i don't want to uh No, I will. I will. Uh, you know what? You know what we can't really complain about? This, this movie does actually hit the superhero beats. Um, probably better than some other superhero movies we've watched. Like, does it do it 
in an entertaining fashion. Not usually. Um, but it's all there. <laughs> Not usually. I mean, we could Not also compare this beyond movies with animals. Uh, as the lead. Uh, this is this is probably one of the better like Superman send ups. Like it's certainly better than my super ex girlfriend. Oh my god, it is. Yeah, it has a better yes. attitude. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> that is like that because that's actually like uh, yes. that's a, I'd say that's a toxic I, movie. I, yeah, in a lot I, of ways. No, that movie's pretty toxic. Yeah, in every. Oh direction. no, it, I was about to say, it, like, in terms of like, like, the politics of the movie, that is one of the worst offenders we've looked at. Like, that is a that is a reprehensible movie. <laughs> like, don't watch it. it, it it's it's bad for the human race. Run, don't walk from that movie. Yeah. yeah, this is bad for the human. So many of the movies we've watched. This is just like you will get. You will get nothing from it. You will not laugh. It'll be over before you know it. You will um, not laugh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're describing this movie or like a prostate exam. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I honestly was trying to think of what medical procedure this is like. It is like a prostate exam. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's way less useful than a prostate exam because that actually like gives you useful information. This is like getting a like a bunion removed or something like that, <laughs> like, or maybe yeah, like like getting something scraped off your back. Oh god! Ugh. Why do you have to say it like that? I mean, I was fine with this. The is bunion. like cutting gum out of your hair. Like it'll be gone before you know it, and you'll just move on from the experience. Why'd you get the gum in your hair in the first place? Well, because we're on a podcast called Gum in Your Hair. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Is that a reference? I mean, to that's why we're here. Okay. Well, um, uh, underdog. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. Anything else? Let me oh, think. I will say, I will say that um, that um, the movie does attempt in the last thirty seconds to say that it is a movie about rooting for actual underdogs, but it, that doesn't make any sense within the context of the movie. It's never addressed. It has no thematic relevance with anything that is brought up before then. So just ignore yeah. that. And it only works in the case of the actual character underdog. If you consider like incompetence on the job as being an underdog. <laughs> like those are not the same thing. Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> like, like false bomb threats are not underdog. That just... <laughs> I, yeah. it's, it doesn't really work the movie also tries to do some like family togetherness stuff and some like responsibility stuff but it also does not land anywhere because they keep forgetting what theme they're going for and they, so they just they yeah. switch it and they try a new one they also introduce that pretty late too oh yeah they like, don't have the screen very often that's true <laughs> no one shares the screen very often in this film especially not underdog it's always just off camera here i am laughing with my dog who's also here <laughs> you can't see him because the picture is is off center I, I messed up the selfie but he's right there <laughs> i'm laughing really hard at all alex's take on this thank you <laughs> i love it. oh um yeah so the one takeaway you should get is don't if someone is incompetent Write them off forever. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your back on them and don't let them leave. It's, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which explains so many things about my life. Just so, <laughs> so, so many terrible things. Uh, and on that note, uh, I'm going to, I'm assuming Andrew's got nothing else to add here. No, absolutely not. He's looking at watches. I, yeah. I have, I have one, one request for the underdog Holy fans fuck. out there. For the underdog fans. How many, how many notes did you take? You never <laughs> took a single note fucking 500 episodes but now you got lots to add go ahead your majesty yeah, I was a real underdog back then by oh, just yeah. not doing what i'm supposed to do correctly yeah um yeah no okay <laughs> jordan and andrew couldn't explain this one to me so i'm asking the underheads out there uh <laughs> if they could please explain at the beginning of the movie there's a bunch of asshole police dogs and then at the end of the movie, there's a bunch of dogs that look exactly like the asshole police dogs, but the bad guy's in charge of them. I don't know how they changed hands. If anybody could explain how they changed hands, please send me an email at underheads at goldenpounds.com. What's our website called? <laughs> God. Anyway. Normaldogs.com. Normaldogs.com. Yeah. That's the request. I don't know how they got the same three dogs from the police to the bad guys. That's it. All right. Well, um, let's continue on. Um, this has been our Captain Underpants episode. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like more. That movie's supposed to be uh, good. And Andrew keeps not I've seen it. I've seen that movie. It's okay. Is it good? That's All right. Good. He's underselling it. Yeah. No, it's it's totally serviceable. It's got, uh, it's got uh, good voice work. Damn. And it actually is like, like, it's fun, comma watchable. I was, I was just fine. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for yeah. under comma dog. I want fun, comma watchable. So it's going to be in you like know, the like, top thirty like percent of our movies, then. Probably. All right. <laughs> that movie actually has like, that movie has this like, comedic timing and lively characters. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty much everything this movie isn't. Hmm. Um, anyways, if you want to hear our uh, our Captain Underpants episode, which will presumably be the next one we do, um, <laughs> jump on over to normalmovies.com where you can see all the amazing work that Andrew does oh, on a yearly you. basis. By yearly, I mean once a year. Don't yeah. don't don't uh, <laughs> uh, to well we yeah to to keep our our output very high because we are nowhere near done. And in case um. In case you want to uh, send us some tweets, I barely check it, but it's uh, at Golden Pounce, and um, we're normal movies for normal people on iTunes, iPods, and iPod Touches. Um, give us some reviews. God damn it. Give us some reviews. We need them so badly. <laughs> please. Please. I, uh, and in case, I, um, from the corrections department here, um, I was not referring to Andy Cap of the Fries. I actually meant Little Abner, who has two different motion pictures, one from 1940 and one from 1959. We're I actually, smell a double feature. Are you sure, yeah. not Tintin? Are you sure we're actually that? doing a double feature. Because uh, I was confusing. <laughs> the reason I said Andy Cap was because Little Abner was created by Al Cap. Wow. I hope Honest someone mistake. got fired for that blunder. <laughs> Shit, Buster Keaton is in this movie. Oh, and oh, Milton Berle. Take us to the next okay, segment. Take us yeah. to the next segment. 
Will Abner 1959 is a musical. <laughs> if we do both of these movies in a row, that's three hours combined of Abner. <laughs> but we're that's not three underdogs, man. That's amazing. We're, we're doing it. Um, not me. Not me. <laughs> um, I don't think Andrew's going to be it. there. Uh, I like Buster um, Keaton. Yeah. Uh, this is from 1959. The, the citizens of Dogpatch find out that their town has been declared the most unnecessary place in the country and will be the target of an atom bomb. So that's uh, that's, a, that's what we call a teaser right there. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a recipe for laughter right there. Yeah, I want to see this now. Hold on. This sounds uh, yeah. endlessly entertaining. Yeah, it's, it's not just Watchmen that 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 discusses the, the anxiety of the atomic age. It's also Lil Abner, nineteen fifty nine. Exactly. You should do a crossover. That's right. We're two minutes from comedy, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, Little Abner, nineteen forty, obviously predates the end of the Second World War. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> uh, so we, we haven't done the um, awards yet, Jordan. You remember? You'd love oh, the awards. Right, 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 right. We haven't done the awards. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably move on to the next segment now, Jordan. Why do you start us off and give your most normal moment from uh, Captain Underdog? Oh, okay, that's not the name of this movie. Um, <laughs> the the most normal moment of Captain Underdog was definitely Peter Dinklage super speed, where he's not even like <laughs> they went so they 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 spent all their like okay. Let me finish because I know this is gonna sound bad. They spent all their money on CGI for dogs. And I know you're thinking, yeah, it's underdog. But unfortunately, there's also one instance of a human using superpowers in this movie. Uh, and it's Peter Dinklage being super strong and fast for like two seconds. And he hops around with the worst CGI ever. It's like it's like when your like Windows XP machine was freezing up and you could like move your mouse around and it would leave copies of itself behind. That's what it looked like. Yeah, just moving and there's like weird artifacts behind him and you're like oh do you guys want to re-render that scene real quick and maybe it won't screw up this time I think you were um, your CPU needs an upgrade or something uh, it, it looks yeah. it doesn't look good does any, look um, good. any PlayStation 1 game uh, from like 1998 that has a turbo mode feature is kind of what this looks like I mean, at least the PlayStation One like could hit like, you know, sixty frames a second in some titles, right? Could it? That's probably, that's that's probably true. not true. No. I think the PS2 did that. Uh, if, if, if you're, trying. if you if you know a, a PlayStation One game that can hit sixty frames per second, and we're not talking about emulated shit, um, yeah, that's what so I'm listening. Like they got Galaga on that bitch, right? PlayStation One. 60 frames per second. Don't Google this shit. Andrew, what was your most Uh, memorable moment? I'm in charge now. Okay. I think I'm going to go with, at the end, uh, I guess, uh, Underdog takes on one of the many dog bullies in this movie. Uh, This one is voiced by Brad Garrett, and uh, he blows Brad Garrett's fur off, and it is unsettling. (laughs) What to see that? (laughs) Yeah. It's like you, you do get the visual impression that the dog was is in some kind of pain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's grotesque. It is. 
Yes. That's what kids want to see. They want to see dogs hurt. Yes. Just animal cruelty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, my most normal moment by far is um, um, at the beginning, uh, underdog scares off a mailman and then the mailman drives away hastily and runs over a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and underdog says two for one. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> That's your hero, everybody. Yeah. Why he's a weird asshole. Yeah, he's a toxic canine, is what he is. <laughs> he's <is> toxic. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what? You're, he's still, he's still not that bad. Just merely awful. And uh, racist. Do we have anything? Yeah. yeah. Do we have anything better than the police profile sketch of? Of underdog as like a feral man. Please call it what it is, Jordan. A mugshot. The mugshot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Alex commented saying how many how many times have we used like um, profile sketches for the same category? Yes. If there's a drawing that's made by a policeman or a child, it's gonna get the golden pass. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. going in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm right. kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. I am getting kind of sick of all these movies with their golden pounce bait. I think movies before they focused on winning the golden pounce were a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> okay, let's get ranking. This is oh, going to go Jesus. quite low, Jordan. Quite low. No, no. Oh. No. Not that low. Oh, okay. I mean, is this movie really worse than Saban's Power this is, Rangers? This, you know what? This uh, movie is blank, comma, watchable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, it doesn't make me... Uh, I'm going to give like, it a lot of credit for its, like, hour runtime. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? I yeah. am, too. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm going to put <gasps> this movie at number 80. Ooh, that's that's really it. high. Okay. Whoa. Power Rangers and above <laughs> Superman Returns. Okay, you went a little nuts with my recommendation there. I'm not going to give it oh. all the credit for an hour run time. <laughs> like Batman Returns. It's not the worst thing ever, like the Amazing Spider Man or the Amazing Spider Man 2. And it's less racist than Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. <laughs> Only a little. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, who's next? Oh, I'll go. I have a funny place. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Costa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put it at number 89, okay. which is right below Batman Returns. Um, this movie's probably <laughs> not as good as Mystery Men, but it's right over <laughs> Joker, and I just thought that was really funny. It's too. amazing. I love it. <laughs> Underdog, slightly better than Joker. Throw that on the Blu-ray box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm also going to put this above Joker, but that puts it Mine's at... Mine's above Joker, too. Don't yeah, worry. but that means that this movie is the new number 112. And uh, just out of spite, I'm going to put this above Split and below Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. This movie is way better than Split. Are you kidding me? It, I don't know if my actual fucking list... Um, reflects that, but uh, <laughs> it does. It does. Okay, thankfully. Yeah, I don't know. They could go performance versus performance. Dinklage and McAvoy here. I, I mean, exactly. Yeah, they were they were really pulling those movies behind them. So, It'd be an interesting matchup is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, 
Like as a fight? Man, you know <laughs> No, performance versus performance. You give Dinklage that super serum, you never know, the man. That, you, can't, you can't gauge the rest of the movie. Those are thrown out of bounds. Anything else, any talking dogs or scared girls, they're, they're not allowed. You got to just go by their performance. That would be the matchup. I'll give it to Dinklage. Yeah. So we still, we still share a number of bottom five movies in common. Uh, Fantastic Four, uh, The Spirit... And Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. So something to look forward to. Do we all have glass yeah. in the bottom five, or is that just me? And you my know, super ex girlfriend. That should be in everyone's bottom. My super ex girlfriend and glass are both in my like bottom ten. I think uh, glass is way higher for me. It's at one thirty three. Oh. <laughs> I must have uh, either hated you guys that day or really liked that movie, which I remember as being incredibly cheap and bad. Yeah, it's definitely the the former. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you guys stop pissing me off during these damn podcasts then. (laughs) Fucking CGI flying Dinklage in this movie is more alive than Bruce Willis was in class. Well, I'm sure our little Abner double feature will really turn you around, Acosta. Yeah, right. <laughs> if that was number one on my list. If anybody listens to this, message Alex and just say Abner in all caps, and then he'll have to do this. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's legally binding. I shouldn't have agreed to that in my contract with you guys. Yeah, the terms of this awful agreement keep changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that does it for us. Uh, this is um, Top Dog. Jordan, this is for, uh, as always, woof woof, arc, grr.